Hi everyone, welcome to the 36th episode of Mixtape Book Club Podcast. My name's Ellen. And my name is Mel. In each episode, we take an in-depth look at a different trope or subgenre in the huge collection of fan fiction dedicated to Destiel. And in this episode, not only um, is it our two-year anniversary, so congratulations to us. Hooray. Happy birthday to us! Yay! Can you believe <laughs> it's been two years? <laughs> Woohoo! Um, uh, more on that in a minute, but e- we are also going to talk about fix today, where either Dean or Cass, or sometimes both of them, have tattoos. And to discuss their fic which is really well set within this trope. Um, cats and Tats, we would like to welcome Jamariel. Hello. Is that how you, is that how you'd like me to pronounce that? Yeah. <laughs> should, have yeah. Che- should have checked that first. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Uh, welcome, welcome. Hello, hello. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Um, so the other fix that we're going to talk about, apart from Cats and Tats, um, we've got four fix for today. We've got Not the Fire But the Spark by Golden Ray of Sun. Make You Feel My Love by Stern Chen Cass and Under My Skin by Xylo Demon. Love some Xylo Demon. And as always, links to all the fics that we're going to be talking about today will be available in the episode post on mixtapebookclub.com and also included in our now simply massive collection on AO3. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of good fic in there if you just want to go fishing around for, for something. Two whole years of, of fix. So many. Um, <laughs> so um, we've we've got our our giveaway that we've um, started for on Twitter and Tumblr for um, our two year podiversary um, is finished now. By the time you're hearing this, <laughs> but congratulations to whoever's <laughs> going to win. It's still ongoing at the moment. Um, but we yeah we thought we. We we're really appreciate everyone who's listened to us and supported us over over the last two years, and um, we wanted to give give back to you guys. So thank you and um, congrats to the winners, <laughs> whoever they may be yes. in the future. We don't know yet, but you do. No. Find out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And we've also got to say a big thank you to everyone who has supported us so far on Coffee. Um, and if you'd like to support us too, you can join our Discord server and help us to decide what we're going to talk about in episodes or just, you know, random fun stuff that's going on around the place. Um, you can do that at ko-fi.com. I'm going to get this website right one of these days. <laughs> um, slash Mixtape Book Club. Um, yeah. So thank you to everyone who has already. We should also say that this specific trope was suggested by somebody on our coffee server. Um, tattoos was suggested by Mercurial Kitty, so thank you. This was a fun one. Thank you. I'm pretty sure we've had this on our list for a while anyway. Yes, so um, it very it well been also could have suggested been... by others. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> but probably. yeah. So um, it's a good trope. Yeah. I mean, obviously, in canon, we like. Dean and Sam at least have their anti-possession tattoos and Cass also has canonically, you know, words tattooed on him. Yes. <laughs> so like angel warding. got a, a precedent. Yeah. So yeah. tattoos and supernatural kind of go hand in hand a little bit. Yeah. Um. And it's nice to imagine other ways that they might, you know, represent different things. Like I love it when 
Cass has like angel wings on his back and that sort of thing. Like, you know, I love that. Yes. I love it so much. There's just so many opportunities in, in this fandom for doing really fun things with tattoos because with all the different like warding and stuff that they have, even if you want to keep it strictly canon, you still get so many options. It's awesome. Yeah. But yeah. when you start to bring AU into it as well and make one of them do the tattoos or something like that, there's a huge, huge scope there, which I just love. Yeah, there's so much, uh, even when it just comes to Caniverse, there's so much, there's so many symbols, so many fun languages um, to play with. There's there's so many little, like, iconic visuals that you can, you, you really, really do have a lot to play with. And, and yes. it's kind of like cliche at this point, but Cass with the wings dripping down his arms is just like my absolute favorite thing. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a favorite for a reason, right? Yeah, it's just so it's good. <laughs> we like it. Yes. It's good. Yes. <laughs> Precisely. We say that it's every fanfic. Week. That's all the justification we need. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Definitely. I'm also really fond of the, I guess, semi AU, semi headcanon, depending on how you look at it, of uh, Dean as a tattoo artist. Um, yes. Because definitely something Dean could do, whipping up a uh, tattoo gun in the in the back of a basement somewhere. We believe it. <laughs> so yeah, something about him just screams tattoo artist. I don't know what it is, but it's it, it works. Yeah, I mean, if he can make you know EMFs and stuff, he could definitely. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, set up in a back alley somewhere. <laughs> Let's fix it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Not to get um, too personal, but have you guys got any tattoos? <laughs> I'm curious. I have several. I do have several. I have several also. How many do I have? No, one, two. <laughs> Stopping to count. <laughs> one, two, three, four. I technically yeah. also have four, but um, one of them is large-ish, and another one kind of got built over a while. So it started as one tiny mm-hmm. one, and then it became a large one, so... Oh, that's cool. Yes. See, I have. I have I several. Have one. Yeah, I have one supernatural one, one Doctor Who one, one D and D one, one generic fantasy one, and I'm my next one um, that I'm getting is also going to be kind of supernatural related, but it's going to be supernatural, like fandom related. Mm, nice. <laughs> Nobody is going to have a clue. I'm going to be fielding questions for the rest of my life as to why I have a bat eating a burger on my thigh. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> oh, that's amazing! But, <laughs> oh, I love it. So that's fantastic. It, just, it had to be done. It had to be yes. done. And I love I that agree. art so much. So it's so good. Amazing. I have one of my uh, my most visible one is actually it started as my very first tattoo when I was like 19, which was a symbol from my favorite show from childhood on my wrist, and it kind of expanded into being a, a bunch of different um, tat- uh, symbols from various shows and things that I've loved and fandoms that I've been in over the years, um, kind of spiraling up my arm. And then I added a bunch of like things related to writing. Like I've got a pen, I've got some typewriter keys, I've got like scraps of paper and stuff. Um, so awesome. it's really like my fan fiction's like my ode to fan fiction on my arm and you can kind of tell who gets it and who doesn't (laughs) like some people look at that and they're like 
And they're like, oh, I, I've, I've literally had people be like, oh, are you on AO3? <laughs> 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 like, uh, uh, yes. I feel called yes, out, but yes. <laughs> D- depending on who asks the question, it's like, uh, no. <laughs> who wants no, to know? <laughs> Oh, that sounds like an awesome tattoo. Yeah, you I think like that. It does, yeah. My first one was actually my biggest one, oddly enough. I, I that does happen sometimes. started in at the deep end. Um, and that was just like a generic fantasy unicorn, which I do actually love, but... Um, right. So that was my general like high fantasy book obsession when I was a lot younger. And then I got a Doctor Who one on my foot, which is just the, the bad wolf symbol from oh, Doctor nice. Who. Um, and then I have on my arm a sword, but it's made of D&D, like dice. People have probably nice. seen the symbol before, but yeah. Um, and then just that my, my supernatural one is one of the like slightly more low-key supernatural ones, because I'm not brave enough to get like the anti-possession symbol, because <laughs> where I live, <laughs> I feel like that wouldn't go down well. <laughs> I did have that thought before mm-hmm. I got the anti-possession symbol on my arm, but then... I did it anyway. <laughs> Good for you. I ended up just getting um, non Timbeo Mala written in like, like kind of cursive script, mm. like is um, on the cult. Very so nice. So I have that. Uh, one Very day nice. I'll get a bigger supernatural one that's definitely supernatural related, not just you know bats and snacks. <laughs> bats and snacks. Oh god, Adorable. that needs to be the next timestamp now. <laughs> bats is perfect. Anyway. <laughs> I don't have any. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay too. (laughs) That is okay. I I have I have problems with like sticking stickers on things because of permanence Mm. issues. So getting getting (laughs) something permanently on for a tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Something on me, I'd be like, but no, it's not. I've definitely thought about it and have plans but i i never actually have gone and done it so maybe yeah. one day maybe i can go to a, a con one day and everyone will be like let's go get tattoos and i'll be like okay give me some plenty of drinks and i'll be in <laughs> you were drunk it was well Com. now you've said it <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> filing that away in my memory there you go. Oh. no i was i was like that with tattoos to start with in that i would think about them and agonize over them for a very long time and plan them all out. Um, oh, I completely forgot about my other tattoo. I have five, sorry. <laughs> Just waving my hand in front of my face and saw it in front of me. I have like stars like, oh, tattooed right. down one of my fingers. Um, right. <laughs> but, but now I've come to the conclusion that I there are, there are tattoos that I want planned out and I want to have meaning, but I also equally love the ones that are just a moment. Yeah, and they're just I, a record of that moment. <laughs> yeah, that's something that I have kind of found over over the course of getting tattoos too. Is that at first you're like, oh god, this is going to be on my uh, be on me forever, but then once you start getting tattoos, you're like, oh, that's just how my leg looks now. That's that's fine. <laughs> that's that's yeah. it. Just becomes yeah, kind of a, a history of who you were at that moment, and it just kind of reminds you of yeah that that time in your life. But like yep. in a good way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it yeah. just it just becomes normal in a lot of ways. Now I just yeah. worry about running out of real estate. 
yeah, that's that's the other concern. <laughs> I can't can't so fill up all the good spots. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why my tattoos are getting smaller. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to use up all the space. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, I guess we should actually talk about some fiction. Actually Probably, talk about the fiction. Uh, <laughs> epic tattoo Maybe. tangent. All right. Let's talk about Dean and Cass's tattoos. Um, Dean and Cass's tattoos. All right. So I guess we want to start with Cats and Tats. Let's yeah. start with Cats and Tats. So you published this one um, serially um, in 2019, at like over to 2020, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, it was the last story that I was finished. It was the last story I wrote before 2020 and all of the shenanigans therein. And I was finishing yeah. it up as everything was uh, exploding. So uh, that 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 was an interesting... I like I was looking at my author's notes and it's like, on the last chapter, it's like, hey, hope everyone's okay. Like, oh, yep. <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting <laughs> time to go back to that time. Go back and look at what you wrote. Um, yeah. Well, would you... I mean, this is... 38,000 words long and it's explicit. Um, Mm -hmm. Would you be willing to read us the summary? Sure. Dean's tattoo studio is his baby. And now this ridiculous pastel coffee shop is going to come along and ruin his badass aesthetic? No way. Except it's not just any old cafe and the owner is kind of ridiculously handsome. Castiel is in over his head, opening the toe bean while trying to finish veterinary school. The last thing he needs is the distraction of the gorgeous tattoo artist next door who doesn't even seem to like cats very much. But the real question is, will Sam Winchester ever get a moment's peace? <laughs> Poor Sam. Spoiler. Spoilers. No, no. he doesn't. <laughs> no, no peace for Sam. <laughs> no, he Never. doesn't. And that's how we like it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You've got so many of, of my favorite things in this fic. You've got a cat cafe, which I've, I haven't actually ever been to a cat cafe, but I love the concept of a cat cafe. I did go um, to a cat cafe while I was like writing this fic. I wanted to go before yeah. I started writing it so that I could like research how they actually functioned, but I ran out of time and I just started writing it. And yep. then eventually went to the cat cafe and realized I'd gotten it completely wrong, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I remember reading your author's note in, I can't remember where it was, like the second third chapter um Mm -hmm. when i was doing my reread that where you were basically just like yeah this isn't how they work but it's how it works for me so (laughs) let's go this one works (laughs) yep well it's a plot point that one of the cats is an escape artist so i couldn't have them like sequestered in their own little room like they usually are or at least like like they were at the one the one i visited so you know, okay. that was important. <laughs> I, do, I don't think it's, like, nothing seems kind of anachronous or or wrong about it when you're reading it to me. I certainly... Yeah, nothing so comes out that sure. makes me yeah. not enjoy the fic in any, any way. Yeah, Hopefully it. nobody out there is asshole enough to have been up in your comments. <laughs> no, I haven't gotten any. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, you know... There's, Good. I was going to say, because there's always that one person. <laughs> there are so many, like, I don't know, libraries or uh, little curiosity shops that just have shop cats so i was like okay just take that but in a cafe and there's eight of them it's fine (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah yeah so i think the most important question is how did you come up with a name for the cats okay so there are several of them um there's some of them are based on actual cats 
um, like um, one of them is directly named after my cat Simon, and he just appears in that fic. He just is there. Um, mm. Let me see if I can even remember all their names. Larue, Larue is yeah. a nod to my beta readers' um, cat, whose real name is Charlie, but they call him uh, Douchey Larue. So, <laughs> just his, his little <laughs> nice. cat nickname. So, uh, that's where that came from. A lot of them I just kind of pulled out of thin air, like Melody and Meringue, um, Tyrion. They're just, well, what What would you name a cat? <laughs> um, right. <laughs> Mango, though. That Mango actually has an interesting story, if you're interested. Um, yes. Yeah. So, we bring you here for the stories, you know. <laughs> fair enough. Um, so I, for the last several years, have worked at an energy drink manufacturing company. I work in a factory that makes energy drinks. And oh. one of those energy drinks is Monster Mango Loco. And Mango Loco is delicious. It tastes like you're drinking an actual pureed mango, and that's because you are. It is made. It has a lot of actual mango puree, which is very fibrous and terrible to work with when you're trying to run it through through pipes and machinery. And it gums up mm -hmm. everything. And it was the worst product to run for a very long time. <laughs> it's a big pain. <laughs> so, um, when I went, I, I, so when you see things in this fic that are like, you know, what Mango's fur does to the vacuum cleaners or him just being a general pain in the butt. Um, that's a note to Mango Loco being the worst product to run. But everyone loves Mango because <laughs> it's delicious and he's great. He's great with the customers. Yeah. So that's where Mango came from. It's all a metaphor for energy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yep. I love Very that. Very clever. <laughs> um... Mango's the star of this fic. <laughs> Pretty much. Mango and Tim Tam really stole the show. And as I kind of should have predicted, yeah. Mango definitely became a favorite for people who were reading. And I was like, yep, nope, that, that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If the, yeah, if there's an asshole animal in a fic, or even one that's not really an asshole, just has some quirks, let's put it that way, mm -hmm. um, that they always become the star. Dean and Cass are just... <laughs> Just in the background yeah. at that point. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Never, th never share the stage with an animal. That no one, n no one's going to be looking at you. <laughs> They're going to be looking at the animal. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, uh, the other also. thing that that is the um, that possibly makes this fix stand out a lot is that um, Dean wears a kilt all the way through this one. He does. <laughs> oh, how, yes. how come you made Dean wear a kilt? It's amazing. It's like makes it so good for showing off his tattooed calves and things like that. Yeah. Um, literally, I was just writing the first chapter and it just kind of happened. He just sort of, I was, you know, he walked out the door and his kilt was swinging around his legs. And I was like, wait, his what? Oh, this Dean wears kilts. Okay. <laughs> and just like, I guess I rolled with that. And um, yes. then he continued to wear kilts through the rest of the story, and I I really enjoyed in, enjoyed that because it's a very uh, pleasing aesthetic, and um, oh yes. it was fun. And we all appreciate it. And I don't Thank know you if, for your service. You're welcome. <laughs> and I don't know if I've read another <laughs> fic where he wears kilts like constantly. So yeah, I mean I've, no, I can't I've think of one. read a few fics where uh -huh. he's like maybe worn a kilt for a scene, right? Or 
you know, they've appeared, but not constantly like that. It gave him a very like priestly vibe, <laughs> which I was really yeah. down with. Yeah, that's probably yeah. where the visual came from. Like in my head, that's probably it. Just lodged in my head and is like, okay, this needs to come out in somewhere. But uh, yes, yeah. yeah. Well, much appreciated. We love the details. Thanks. So you gotta love it when characters just do their own thing, and you're just like, okay, I guess we're doing this. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't actually happen for me very often, but every now and then it's like, oh, okay, I, this is how this needs to go. Yeah. But. Awesome. So did you always, like, so basically what happens in the story is the tattoo parlor is next door. You've got the other people who work in the tattoo place, mm -hmm. like um, Charlie and it's Charlie, those guys. Jody, Sam. Benny's there yep. getting tattoos. Yes. And so they all end up in the cat cafe just all of the time. Yeah. Um, which is really sweet. Um, did you always plan from the beginning for, like, I don't know, do we want to go to spoil, like, plot spoilers here? Or, like, I'll, I'll just do a general warning if you haven't actually read this fic yet. Um, yeah. Go and read it and then come back and listen or just spoilers. skip over until we get to the skip next one. Skip 30 seconds. Um, <laughs> spoilers, spoilers. Um, did you, was Marv always going to come in and try and take over? Or was, like, how much of this did you plan before you started? Not... <laughs> what is what I'm getting at. Not as much as I usually do, actually. Uh, no, Marv was kind of a... Kind of a, a Hail Mary at the end. I was like, okay, I need to finish this story somehow. And I... But I wasn't mm. really sure, like... I wasn't sure how. Which is rare for me. I usually know where I'm going. I usually know what the ending's gonna look like. But, um... Mm -hmm. Yep. No, I was just like, okay, I need to, I need to have some, I need to have something happen, and I had built up, you know, Cass's history with his family and his, um, and like the amount of pressure that he was under, and I was like, I need to, I, I need to explain that somehow, and why he's such an awkward dork, um, and so insecure, <laughs> and why he, why he's doing this to himself, and yeah. And Marv just kind of, yeah, he just kind of had to show up and rock the boat, pretty much. Um, so that that was that was not planned. Um, I just it was really just I was struggling with how to end this story, and I just needed something to blow up. And uh, Marv was pretty good for that. Yeah, I think he works really well. Um, like he actually functions very well to kind of give Cass some closure on everything that's kind of been hinted at mm -hmm. throughout the fic in terms of his life. So I think that worked really well. Thank you. I liked him. Yeah. Thank you. Well, he was an asshole, but I liked him <laughs> as a character. Yeah. Someone has to... <laughs> Likeable asshole. Yeah. You don't have to like someone for someone to work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. That, that's very true. I sometimes love the assholes in, yes. in fics. But you do have a really good supporting cast in this fic in general something that uh i know we said the other day was that sometimes you you have a, a really good fic but then sometimes you can have a really great fic and one of the things that makes the difference to me is like the supporting cast of characters that's in there not just dean and Cass. yeah, yeah. and you have so many great characters in this i love them thank you i love every one of them i i particularly <laughs> enjoyed writing Cass. or uh, sorry writing um writing um jody and donna kind of in the background I don't write Donna nearly as often as I should because she's so much fun to play with. But you kind of see them like have their little their little romance in the background, and I I really liked that. And Charlie is always just so much fun. Um, yes. 
And I loved Claire <clears throat> bonding with the world's shyest cat yes. as well. <laughs> yeah. I loved that. For some reason, that just fits so well. And like, I would never have thought, like, oh, let's make Claire a cat person. Like, I've, for some reason, those those thoughts just don't come to the forefront of my mind. But for some reason, in this fic, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In this so, fic, everyone's I a love cat it. person. <laughs> Well, yeah. But yes, I... You've got to be, if you're going to be allowed in the catfish. Yeah. <laughs> so... I really, yeah. I, I did, I did like having, having Claire there and just kind of giving her that moment, which kind of lets you see into Cass's history a little bit. Like, it was, I, I, I think I, I teared up during writing that because, yeah, with, with little, with little Dixie, just... Aww. It's cute. So They're cute. Sweet. And you had... A little bit of Kevin there in the background as well. I wanted to do more um, with Kevin in this fic, but it just didn't happen. Kevin's can I, be hard for really me. It really made me laugh <laughs> when you had the chapter where um, there's there's an incident, there's a, a small explosion, <laughs> and and you, and you just have you know some just some mentions of, of Kevin in there, mm-hmm. and I was just laughing to myself because I was just thinking like as a fandom, why do we always do this to Kevin? <laughs> Poor <laughs> like, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> he just he he gets kind of the brunt of things so often. He does. Yeah. He does. He does. Just like in canon. Yeah. A little bit. It's yeah. Like, like that it's poor a bit dude, of a punching really. bag, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> poor guy. Sorry, bud. It's just yeah. what happens. <laughs> yeah. I um. I, I I like I said I wanted to do more with Kevin in this story, but he kind of wound up more in the background. But that's fine. There are a lot of people in this story. I, I do yeah, tend to, I do have great. a tendency to focus pretty hard on Cass and Dean and like who doesn't. But this one had a yeah. lot of a lot of supporting cast. I loved the idea of Sam being the piercer at the studio. Yeah. I don't know why that delighted me so much. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Yeah, I had fun with that. I liked him he was a bit of an asshole in this fic. <laughs> yeah. Like he just was kind of always being a little bit rude to Dean. <laughs> and, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> and tape, taping up signs being like, if you can't find any of the employees, yeah. they're probably next door. <laughs> check, the cat, check the cat cafe. Yeah. <laughs> yep. um, and I, you know, he has that moment when he's piercing Cass's ear where he's like, hey, so what are your intentions toward my brother? And then immediately pierces Cass's <laughs> ear and Cass is like, ah, excuse me. <laughs> I um, mean, if it works. <laughs> yep. More spoilers, I guess. Sorry. <laughs> yep. Cass gets his ear pierced. Spoiler! Oh no. Yep. yep. It's probably not a spoiler to say that at some point he does get a tattoo as well. Yeah. And, it uh, takes him a while, though. It does take him a while, but yes, I kind of yeah. liked that. That mm-hmm. like He's not immediately kind of folded into that world, necessarily. He's very much his own thing. Yeah. Um, this... Yeah, this is cats and tats, but it does end up being a lot more about the cats, ultimately. <laughs> Dean just kind of is a tattoo artist, um, and Dean has Cats tattoos. Are always going to take over. Yeah, yep. they're like I said, never share a stage with an animal. Um, but the uh, the tattoos kind of they are a a way into Dean and Cass's relationship because it kind of he notices that Dean has a as a Star Wars tattoo, and then yeah, they get to bond over that. Yeah, and that's a little bit of my own tattoo history working in there because he's like, yeah, I was dumb in nineteen, and I got a got a fandom tattoo, and I mean, so was I. <laughs> I did that too. Oh, look, yeah. 
It turned out okay. It turned out all right. <laughs> yeah. This fic also has one of the kind of favorite uh, sex scenes that I have read in a fic in a long time. Oh, really? And it's and it's one minor detail. I have this love for either very realistic or very silly or just like fun smut scenes. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes, okay, you can have like the really scorching hot ones. Mm-hmm. No one's going to complain about that. But without being too much of a spoiler, there is a scene where like they end up in Cass's laundry pile. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, that, that's real life. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually, if I recall correctly, I had a really hard time writing the smut scenes in this story, which... I no- normally I don't have that problem, um, mm-hmm. but it, I, for whatever reason, it felt like sh- did this story actually need smut? Maybe not, but it's there anyway because I am who I am and I write <laughs> what I write. And <laughs> I wanted them to be there, but it, they were they were harder, and I think that actually ultimately made them a little bit sillier because I kind of had to I had to break the mood. <laughs> I, had, I couldn't take it too seriously with this story. Um yeah. but that ultimately I upon rereading it, I do think that turned out to be a good thing because you also have, you know, feline interruptions um yep. yes, toward the end. So that's uh that that that's also <laughs> That can also be real life. That's also realistic. <laughs> yeah, we've all been there, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, cats interrupt us. Yeah, so. yeah, the cats have got their own personalities too, which I really like in this one. You've, you've given all of them a different um, temperament and kind of yeah, that's, reaction that to things. So comes from spending a lot of time around cats. <laughs> there are no, there are no two yes. cats the same. Um, yep. This is probably a silly question because you're probably just better at this than I am, but I know I would have had to do this. Mm. So did did you have any way of like tracking basically like which personality you assigned to which cat? <laughs> because <laughs> if I had like eight cats in a fic, I know I would have to like have something written down so I didn't mix them up all the time. <laughs> you know, that's a good question. I I think I was able to track it just by their names because I felt like their names kind of suited their personalities to a certain like Tyrion is one of the bullies. Um, and like Melody and Meringue are always hanging out by the window. I know that, and that they're, I know that they're a pair because they both have M names. I don't know. I was able to, mm-hmm. I was able to sort it out like that. And some of them definitely showed up more than others. Like there are definitely background cats and main character cats. Um, that I think is a fact that I think is the result of me kind of forgetting about half of them. Um, <laughs> And then really, like, featuring the ones I remembered, like Mango and Tim Tam. Oh, well done. Well, it, Thanks. I didn't, like, I didn't notice you mixing any of them up, so it, <laughs> it worked. It was good. It was... Whatever happened, it worked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I should ask some more questions about the tattoos, but I kind of want people to just read it and yeah. discover what all of Dean's tattoos are, because I thought that they were actually really cool, and the way you kind of made it so, yeah, not all of them have some kind of big story behind it like we were talking about earlier but um how you did some of the like i guess it got kind of like folklore tattoos almost um some of the what I oh folklore tattoos sound, yeah yeah i thought that it was a really cool kind of like nod to canon without like being really heavy-handed about it well thanks <laughs> so it was nice i liked it yeah but yeah i'm trying to even remember what all tattoos i gave him um i'm some trying of them... to remember either i remember specifically 
I know his calf tattoos, he says those are just because he thought they looked cool. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the best reason yeah. for a tattoo. Yeah. Um, he had flames on his calf or something. Mm hmm. I think. Those are just because yeah, they look I'm cool. To remember but then there's were. like his whole, he goes into his whole family crest history and. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I know yeah, he has. This is like the first fic of this list I read. So it's all like, you know, when you read a few in a row that are similar, mm. and, like, mm-hmm. it all kind of blurs into one. Yeah. <laughs> like, fic yeah. about it. Who had which tattoo? Yeah. Well, yeah, and then I, exactly. And then I go and read other tattoo fics, and I'm like, ah, oh, damn, that's so cool. I should have given him that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, no, but you definitely had, like, the family crest one that he mm-hmm. kind yeah, of made up himself that cool. had all yeah. these elements, right? Which Yeah. I thought that yep. was pretty cool. So, and for some reason, just seems like a really dorky thing that Dean would do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, he's, it's so important to him. So, yeah, he would do that. <laughs> um, and uh, something... I, feel, I do feel like it almost works better in tattoo stories if you are kind of vague about what the tattoos actually are, like kind of give an aesthetic more than a uh, more than something super concrete and specific. It does just kind of let the reader fill in the gaps on their own. And like if you look at someone's tattoos, unless you're really, really examining them, you're probably yeah. just going to notice that they have some kind of. I don't know. Some they've got florals on their arms. You're not really going to notice specifically what all the flowers are. So I feel like that works really well in fic. Um, yeah. So I don't know really if I did that or if other people if I just got that from other people's stories. But it can be it can be nice to let the reader fill in the gaps. I feel like that definitely happened this way. Well, that way with this fic rather because you know, like you say, I can't specifically tell you what different tattoos Dean has other than like the one or two that were specifically mentioned but yeah in my head I have a whole picture yeah. of how he looks <laughs> so yeah it's it probably works. different to everybody else's picture which is fine oh and he has the one that he did himself that's right yes he has the, like the yeah that one's important every tattooist has like one slightly dodgy tattoo <laughs> <of> themselves <laughs> I, like. yes. I think he says at some point if you ever meet a tattoo artist without tattoos don't trust them which mm-hmm. I don't I don't actually know any ta- t- tattoo artists, but I, they all I feel like you can't really be a tattoo artist if you don't have tattoos yeah, of your it own. Makes, it would make sense. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Like, if you're not willing to do it to yourself, why are you putting me through it? Yep, exactly. <laughs> so I was just going to say before we finish that I re- I reread this one for the, the warm kind of fuzzy feeling that yeah. you've got in this complete, like... The, the coffee shop atmosphere is just so welcoming and nice to read about and um, and the way, like, there's no, they don't really have very much, like, actual relationship angst. A lot of the angst is from external kind of pressure. Yeah, the only so, relationship angst they really have is Cass is scared. <laughs> and Yeah, there's more of a mutual pining situation going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> for, uh, for but a they actually figure, once they figure their shit out, it's... It's great. Yeah. So, um, yeah, thank you. Like, I, I love coming back to this one for a reread. And a, Aww, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. It's a happy, it's a happy place. It's one of those fics that feels like a hug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that makes Just sense. a really sexy hug with tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> I will happily accept tattoo that. needle. <laughs> right. I will add just one more, like, just anecdote, just fun fact, factoid kind of thing. Uh, this story, yes. Cats and Tats, was originally the working title, and I was going to 
actually call this story pain and permanence. But uh, my my beta reader basically said that that sounds way too angsty <laughs> for this story. <laughs> you should just call it cats and tats. It does sound kind of angsty. Yeah, cats and you tats really what? suits it. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it makes me. Yeah. And if better. I'm right, this uh, this fic was a prompt from Crypto, right? For it was. I want to say one of one of the fic faces, but one of them. It was <laughs> way back in time, <laughs> back yes. in the, the the before times. Yeah, it was the for the 2019 fic facers for Crypto. Yes, this, nice. The the prompt crypto specifically the prompt specifically was about the tattoo artist and tattoo artist and um cat cafe and dean having allergies and dean's allergies wound up mattering less oh, yeah. than i really thought they were going to in the end but uh that that is a struggle that he has i mean he's a trooper he in is this <laughs> he very much is like he don't he isn't just like popping some benadryl like he ends up like going to the doctor and being like okay i need like a blood panel like yep and at no point is he going to be like i'm not going near those cats he's just like well i guess i'm taking some drugs now (laughs) (laughs) yep yep there's no other option (laughs) he's like you know what this 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 uh this cat cafe owner is just too too darn cute i i have to take i have to take a nasal spray now (laughs) (laughs) so sexy how about you (laughs) sit on the nightstand oh absolutely (laughs) (laughs) and then he ends up with a cat and it's like well this is my life now (laughs) I feel like that happens to a lot of people, though. Like, how did we get the cat? Well... It just sort of happened. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Cats just happen to you. Yes. They have happened to me four times. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. All right. Okay. Let's switch to one where Cass has the tattoos. (laughs) Excellent. All right. So the next fic that we will talk about is Make You Feel My Love by uh, Stungeon Cass and I believe also by Cass Watches Over You. But I think that might be the art. Hmm. <laughs> so yeah. it's one of those ones that's, that's tagged to two people on AO3, but I think it was an art and fic partnership. So it was a reverse the... bang fic. Mm. Yeah. That's why. So I believe the fic itself is by Stungeon Cass with beautiful art, it has to be said. Lots of it. <laughs> oh, yes. lots of gorgeous art. Yeah, really beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so the summary for this one, well, I should say first of all that it is uh, twenty-four thousand words, um, and this one is from two thousand eighteen, so it's a tiny little bit older, um, but not really. Still pretty new in my book. Big <laughs> <laughs> comparison. All right. Yeah. So the summary goes like this: For the first time in his life, Dean has a ticket to the Heaven on Earth Music Festival. And after enjoying a weekend full of music, fast food, and freaky people, he takes a late night walk over the festival grounds to say goodbye. Little does he know that the weekend is far from over and that fate has a gift for him, a tall, dark, and tattooed gift. Castiel regrets many things in his life, but in the midst of a sea of tents, he makes a choice that leads fate to finally give him a break, a hot, sweet break, in need of an angel. Ah. So even from the summary, we can we can tell that Cass has some an angel wing oh, type things going on here <laughs> yeah. um, and I believe there is some gorgeous art specifically of the tattoos as well so. there is I'm I'm looking at it right now it is yes. lovely the art is beautiful yeah uh, we also have Cass with flowers in his hair which is also just another yeah. weird like little detail that I just love let that man have flowers in his hair absolutely <laughs> 
because a lot of the the fic takes place in a, in the music festival at night. So mm. there's beautiful kind of um, glow, kind of you know, it's dark around them, but they're lit by a flame or whatever. You know, like it's yeah. it's gorgeously yeah, the produced. Lighting art, in yeah. this art is wonderful. Yeah, and the fic is also wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Art works really well in tattoo fix because it kind of lets you show precisely what the what the tattoos are, but not have to describe it. It's very handy. That's right. Yeah. Or you maybe you have to describe it to your artist. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that part can be hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just really love the the festival atmosphere in this. It really kind of gave you that vibe of just wandering around the tents. You're kind of outside of reality, just enjoying this specific moment with this specific person that you just met um yeah it just it it really it really rang true for me it's very yeah very nice and it, and it was really important to the fic as well that it felt kind of like almost like an alternate reality like you're stepping away from your real life yeah. for a weekend um which is very key especially for Cass in this fic that it's it's kind of this this whole other place where you can go and kind of shed your everyday baggage absolutely um so oh i almost forgot this has another wonderful trope in it and that it has dean playing guitar which i i'm not actually 100 sure where that came from is that something that's ever alluded to in canon that he wanted to play instruments i think yeah, he, yeah. yeah when he was at sunny's um place um, ah, that boy's home, he, learned the, yes. he learned the guitar yeah i think that's it's also to be a rock star i think it's also a little bit of just jensen creeping in uh, yeah, yeah, but, that too. Yeah, definitely. But we, we love a bit of Jensen creep. <laughs> <laughs> Character bleed. So, they're the same yeah. person, <laughs> like pretty much. Just no, about. Um, I love that too, and and the way he like okay spoilers, <laughs> the way he actually sings at the end as well is really sweet. Like, That's so sweet. Yes. Yeah. I liked that so at the beginning because it is kind of a little bit of like a, a Jensen journey almost isn't it where at the beginning he's almost too shy to actually sing in person um, but he does show Cass a recording of him playing yeah yeah. Um, and then slowly by the end of it spoiler time but like <laughs> by the end of it we do get him kind of performing in a way like in front of a lot of people which yeah, of course sweet. was the Jensen journey so <laughs> loved yeah. it and this actually this uh, it was interesting actually I was reading this I thought it was just going to be like a a one night stand like type of thing like at the festival for the whole thing but then it's actually sort of got two two parts to this one like um, they, they do their thing at the festival and then um, we sort of jump forward in time to um, Sam and Eileen's wedding I really loved where they sorry again yeah I really loved the time skips in this I thought it worked really well to kind of space it out like that um, I also noticed that, like, on the first, in the first part, it's on the last night of the festival, and in the last part, it's on the first night of the festival. I just thought that mirrored itself really nicely. And you had kind yeah, of an so ending lovely, and a beginning kind, kind of thing. Bookends. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that one as well. I made a note about that one because I really liked it. It just worked really so. nicely. And I loved how we saw the same characters pretty much in each section but like different <laughs> versions of the characters but they were the same people but they clearly 
you know, life had happened in the meantime, things had changed. Yeah, so like out of context. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So to the point where in the second part, it takes Dean a minute to recognize some of these people that he had met at the festival before, but they're suddenly here, like at a wedding in suits, like looking presentable and with a reliable <laughs> yeah. job. And <laughs> like, it's like, oh, because it's, it's kind of like that. I find if you meet somebody at like a festival or even like in a bar or like doing something just on their downtime and then like you see them in a entirely different context later on <laughs> you're just like yeah. oh yeah you kind of don't recognize colliding them. yeah yeah so Absolutely. i really liked that i like that we have um an ash in this which he, he is one yes. of my favorite supporting characters and yeah i feel like he's just so tragically underused <laughs> but <laughs> don't see as much ash as we used to i guess because he was only in those first like couple seasons note to self but... use more ash He's good. Yeah, he's so much fun. He's, just, he's so fun. Yeah, yeah. He's a lot of fun to play with. Yeah. So, and Balthazar, too. Balthazar also. I love Balthazar. Very well used in this, I think. <laughs> but Yes. Absolutely. Okay. So what, what can we tell people about this fic? Yeah. I was going? like trying to think through it. And it, I, I watched, I read this like at about 1 a.m. this morning <laughs> when I was watching the funeral <laughs> <laughs> on the feed so to a background like, of the queen's funeral it's, yeah it's like blurring together with like this nice choral music in the back of my mind um <laughs> i'm just laughing at you reading people boning in tents during the queen's funeral <laughs> i'm like <laughs> i'm reading this really nice smut and then and then all of a sudden i look over and they're like removing the crown from the coffin i'm like oh that's right i'm supposed to be <laughs> Over here. Just a little bit oh, of cognitive dissonance. Anyway. It's fine. Yeah, it was a little <laughs> bit weird. But anyway, great great way to use your time at 1 a.m. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that I did like um there there is some very delicious smut in this one, including like doing it in a tent at in the middle of the night where you're waking up your yes. neighbours. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's always a bit of a, like, a problem if, if you're doing it in a I'm tent, sure. then just go for it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah oh, let's give them something to be mad about. <laughs> exactly. What, what are they like, expecting, seriously? You've already seriously. reached the point of tent sex. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I loved uh, it. I loved, there's, there was something that Cass said where he was like, I, you know, to Dean, like, I thought you saw me as I really am. And I loved that. That kind of points to that dichotomy of who you're kind of allowed to be in a festival atmosphere and how that's really kind of who you want to be more than mm -hmm. your day-to-day -day self often ends up being like that just that kind that yeah. sort of feeling really kind of flowed throughout this whole story that I really really enjoyed I, I haven't been yeah, to any kind of kind festival of thing since yeah, before the pandemic I, I was gonna say it's kind of similar to when we go to um like cons like you know, you're you're a completely different person when you're at a at a con with your friends and mm -hmm. people who love the same things as you do as as you are in your everyday life, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean not to get like, you know, too <laughs> too deep into it and stuff, but like there's so much of our everyday selves which is just constructed for us by the ex expectations of our jobs yeah. and the things that we have to do in day to day life. And it's not really who most of us are I don't think it's just a, a kind of face that we put on to get through day-to-day yeah. -day life mm -hmm. to earn a paycheck whatever we have to do um so yeah it's, it's nice to have this book is such a really good representation of those times where you can just be who yeah. you want to be 
Absolutely. And I love that they meet in that environment and end up, you know, ultimately being together because that's really like they get to be themselves with each other. And that's very sweet. It's really nice because a lot of fic, um, just like a lot of real life, you kind of you dig down to get to that part Mm -hmm. like as they get to know each other more. But like having it right there up front and then almost having to learn the reverse, like learn all the the other parts of, of somebody's life after. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was yeah. really nice. I liked it. Fun. Excellent. Maybe this is Cass just walking in and saying, looking at Dean and going, you don't think you deserve to be saved. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Maybe it's an echo of that. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Anyway, that got like, you know, existential there for a moment. Um, <laughs> yeah. We just got existential about, about ten sex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... That's the beautiful thing of fan fiction. You can have both. (laughs) You could say it got intense. Oh, God, I'm Ah. sorry. (laughs) Um, Don't be. uh, (laughs) So punny. Uh, Fantastic. Okay. So, do we want... I'm not going to spoil any of this other thing, but I really liked how this fic had a whole background and like an entire story that had happened to Cass but because we're experiencing it through the Dean point of view other than there are a couple of splashes here and there of of Cass Um, I think there's one right at the beginning (laughs) Um, but because we're experiencing it with Dean like we're not given any of that kind of backstory really up front we don't really know what happens and I adore fix like that. Like, please don't tell me everything up front. I know some people love that. <laughs> and they really want to, like, go into it knowing these characters already. But I am the opposite. I love digging things up as I go and then getting kind of the whole picture as the character does. And, same. Uh, yeah. I think this was done really well in this fic. I'm the same way. I like was, yeah. when there's... When you kind of have to, like, dig, sink your teeth in to kind of discover what's really going on. And you kind of get to discover it along with Dean. Mm-hmm. And I like think that. that was, yeah, that was done really well here. Like you could have, you could make guesses, you could have inklings as to, you know, that the the larger story, like what had gone on in the past, you could make some guesses, but it was, it was nice to discover it with Dean. I like that as a, a writing technique. Yep. Complete same. And Dean's a firefighter in this one. Yes, Dean's a firefighter. I love that. And it, it's kind of all there is to say about it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Cass does have Cass does have um, flowers tattooed on his feet, and there is a specific line where Dean tells him that he looks like a meadow, which was the reason I just adored. <laughs> That's very sweet. <laughs> like, because yes, he has he has a, a lot of tattoos, not just the wings. He has a bunch of other tattoos as well, and a lot of them are kind of flowers. And um, I think it's really cool that once you find out more about Cass and like you know what he previously used to do day to day in his day job and stuff i just i love that the fact that all of that could be hidden away like under a suit or scrubs or or anything else any kind of day-to-day uniform somebody might wear and you're never going to know what's under there unless you know them yeah (laughs) so yeah Mm. we did get existential on this one Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) well it's It's a good fic though go read it kind of that kind of fic yeah (laughs) yeah it's very nice i actually think this one had like a ton more smut than the last one and yet for some reason this is the one I'm getting existential about I haven't really <laughs> talked about the smut so and yet I managed to talk about the smut in Cats and Tats so I don't know 
also go skinny dipping in this, which weirdly is a trope that I love and I can't explain why. Like I have no idea why, but it's I like it a lot. <laughs> so more skinny dipping. Yay. The funny part is that they go skinny dipping in, in midway through a wedding and then they put their clothes back on and go back to the reception <laughs> while they're wet. Yes, and like freezing, it, like freezing their balls. Yeah, yeah, it's like, <laughs> hang on a minute. There's <laughs> not much of a giveaway here. No, we um, weren't doing anything. Then, Nothing uh, yeah, at all. Yeah, I'm like, okay. <laughs> but I like I like you it. do feel sorry for Sam, where he's just like, they're not subtle. <laughs> like, no, not, no. Not he's all. like, why? That's not the shirt that you were in earlier. It's like, oh, oh God. <laughs> and it's Sam's wedding. That's the worst part. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, love we love it. to torture Sam. Yes. What he's there for. Affectionately. Yes. Yes. Affectionate torture. Affectionate torture. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, shall we move on again? Um, oh, I will say that was uh, Make You Feel My Love by Stench and Cast. Just yes. I'm trying to get better about saying the title at the end of the fic as well as the beginning because sometimes people forget when I go off on tangents in the middle. Mm. <laughs> so. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay, so the third fic on the list, I think, is Not the Fire But the Spark by Golden Ray of Sun. Um, this one was published in 2020 and it is 30,000 words long. So it's a little shorter, actually. Uh, it's a little longer than the, than Make You Feel My Love, to be honest. <laughs> Just realized it was there around the same. Um, this one's also explicit, but this one is a, a soulmate AU. So it's um, where soulmates are, your soulmate's name is written on your skin. Um, when you turn 18, right? Um, I don't know if it's when you turn 18 or not. Yeah, I don't or remember or if it specifies. It, detail yeah. not important. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the um, the summary, <laughs> summary goes like this. Um, Dean refused to look up his soulmate. His parents ran into each other by chance. Karen stopped by Bobby's garage after her car unexpectedly broke down. Sam got seated next to Eileen on a plane and he spent two hours miming conversation before she admitted she read lips. Was it stupid for Dean to hold out for a story like that? Probably. But he doesn't regret his decision. Not until Castiel Novak wanders into his tattoo parlour asking about a cover-up for his soul mark. So I guess the pertinent detail that is not a spoiler because it happens right at the beginning is that uh, Dean actually, Dean and Sam were adopted by Bobby and Karen um, and changed their names to singer so even though Cass has Dean Winchester written on his arm um, Dean's name is now Dean Singer so he doesn't make that connection immediately yes I loved how that came up too yeah. like I just love that it yeah. came up early enough that you could say oh what's that and then just kind of move the, on the singer the <laughs> name thing yeah, yeah the name thing yeah and then yep. and then it kind of lets you let you have an Later. oh moment yeah, yeah, when yeah. Cass shows up, I spent a lot of the, this one's a lot more sort of angsty in like a, a like a pining kind of a way. I guess <laughs> I spent Lots a lot of, of this thing going. Just this was that really satisfying please. kind of angst, though. Yeah. Like where the oh, fic yeah, yeah. itself isn't super long, so you know you're not going to be like hanging on for months slash hours, <laughs> but. <laughs> And you could tell, like, you could tell it was going to have a happy ending. Like, you could see where eventually it was going to work out. But you just got yeah. to really enjoy the, the pining and the angst in the meantime. 
Yeah. yeah, and like Dean's little heart breaking with every tattoo session mm. where he's like gradually covering up his own name. It's like, oh god, this is awful. so. He needs a hug. <laughs> yes, yeah, he does. Yeah, and oh. there were moments where I kind of wanted to smack Dean upside the head for not saying anything, but yes. then I don't blame him for not saying anything either. The situation that they were in, like Cass, kind of comes right out the gate with. I, I don't want to know who. A lo- yeah, a lot of statements, which are definitely off-putting <laughs> for Dean. Yeah. 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 And poor so. Dean, he's so romantic, and he just wanted it to be this this perfect story. And then it just was this instead. And it's like, oh, I, I felt so bad for Dean at the beginning of it, like, for a lot of this story. Yes, like, definitely did. Poor Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> But like in a good way. <laughs> in a good way. And like, I wanted, oh, I, I wanted to smack Cass upside the head a lot. But at the same time, I genuinely like understand like his decisions and why he did what he did. Because oh, like, obviously he didn't know that he was doing that to right. Dean. But <laughs> nonetheless, as a reader, I was just like, I just want to smack you right mm. now. <laughs> just want to shake yeah. him. Stop hurting my baby. <laughs> <laughs> There's um uh, I, there's also a lot of people around Dean that want to smack him in the head as well. <laughs> like, yes. For yes. example, after Sam finds out what's going on, he's just like, "Have you told him yet? Have you told him yet?" <laughs> like, yeah, he's very insistent. <laughs> yes. Uh, and there's also uh, this is the one with Jimmy in it, right? Yeah. Like Claire and Jimmy. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I love a good. Dean being confused moment. (laughs) (laughs) No, you actually met my brother. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so we've also got this extra kind of side story with with Claire being there and, um, you know, Jimmy and Amelia kind of splitting up and all this stuff going on. But then when Claire finds out about... (laughs) Then she's on them. (laughs) She's onto it, yeah. She's like, oh, no, that's not happening. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is another one with a great supporting cast. Yeah, I really liked Claire in this one, and I really liked Joe in this one. Like, big shout out for the representation of an aromantic character in this. Um, I think Joe works really well for that. Absolutely. I just, yeah, yeah, and I I love it. I love it. So. Yeah. So. We've got Benny. Benny. I think... Joe, oh, no, I'm getting confused with the with the <laughs> the BDSM one. Yeah. <laughs> um, this one is fun, at least for me, because you have a an adult Joe who is aromantic now. Now she kind of understands herself and where she's coming from. Um, but you get Dean teasing her all the way through this fic for her having a crush on him when she was a teenager. Yes, <laughs> which I just adore. <laughs> like the the kind of friends that can make fun of things like that. Top tier, love it. Definitely. Well, they're basically siblings in this one anyway, so... Yeah, yeah. true. It's, it's true. very Dean sibling adopted, behavior. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I'm going to do shout out to Beekeeper Cast because it, it's a classic, oh, yes. but I love it. The and garden. it does really play yeah. into um, the tattoos that he asks Dean to cover up his soul mark with. Um, kind of all these flowers and um, bees and such. In one of the first conversations they have really being... Dean admitting to knowing all this like flower language stuff from having tattooed it so much which I'm a fan yeah I like it it's very sweet yeah I will say there 
Because earlier I was saying it works well to not really describe the text. This is an exception to that in that really getting into the details of, you know, how many bees are there and what, what spe- you know, which specific flowers do you, do you want really worked for this one. I th- and I think maybe it was because it was so much from the perspective of Dean as the artist. Yeah, so he's noticing all the details that probably your average person just looking at calves would not. Yeah. Um, and also so much of this fic is focused on Cass getting that tattoo. Like the tattoo itself is almost a character in this fic. Yeah. Um, so it's it's kind of important that we can see it clearly, I think. <clears throat> and Dean's yeah. struggle over having to do it in the first place. Oh, oh my yeah. baby. <laughs> I want to smack oh, someone again. Ah. <laughs> he just needs a cuddle. Yeah. Oh. He doesn't help himself, though. But No. <laughs> <you know. laughs> when has Dean Winchester ever helped himself? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's very in character. What can we say? Yeah. <laughs> Bless his little heart. This is a really good fic if you want like a solid chunk of angst that is short but has a a very happy ending. It's like a really nice little neat angst package. Yeah. (laughs) So. And I I gotta say it's not really a spoiler because it's not really a secret where this fic ultimately is going to go. But when Cass does find out it his reaction like his like nervousness is i is really sweet <laughs> i i really liked his reaction to it is yeah to finding out that that dean was his soulmate and he's like oh god ah i really yeah. liked his reaction I, I like that there's a moment there where you can see that Cass clearly realizes that he might have fucked this up <laughs> like and it's 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 lovely to read in a way even though it's like painful but it's it's like nice to read yeah because <laughs> it's important that Cass does realize that so kind of realizes that Cass didn't yeah. just like brush off how much he hurt Dean yeah like and Dean doesn't it Dean could be a lot more um upset about it as well I was sort of wondering how far they were going to draw it out like yeah um but they did like it, it's not drawn out at all it's like Dean just like it's amazing how quickly it escalates into like some lovely smut after that. <laughs> like, they're just, just like, you know what? That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> just come here and wait and kiss me. <laughs> I appreciated yeah. that. It's just like, yes. yeah. It's like, you know what? We're I good. Also, <laughs> yeah. I also appreciated that once Cass worked it out, there was no, like, there was never a time where Cass knew and didn't immediately come clean or anything like that. Yeah. Um, like Dean had his reasons for not wanting to say anything because he believed he was kind of obeying Cass's wishes, really. Um, right. But I think it would have it, the fic probably I wouldn't have liked it as much if there had been a point where Cass knew and didn't say anything. I think at that point it would have kind of tipped over that line into feeling kind of manipulative to me. Um, whereas this never felt that way at all. No, miss. This was miscommunication. At its yes. purest. <laughs> yes. Yep. Loved it. Yes. Well worth your time. Please do read. I do have one other note that just says, usually it's Dean you want to smack, but this time it's Cass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We gotta change well, they it could, up They could both do with uh, a bit of a, of a smack in this one. Yeah. <laughs> like a, a good shake for Dean and then a smack for Cass, I yep. think. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then and then cuddles for both of them. In the end, mm-hmm. ultimately. Lots of cuddles. Lots. Yes. Okay, so one last shorter one to um, talk about before we do some more general recs. Um, this one is called Under My Skin by Silo Demon, and it was published in 2017, so it's a few years old now. Um, it's only four and a half thousand words, um, and it is explicit though. Um, and it's a canon verse. Um, oh, let me think. This must be it's after uh, Cass has died. In, yeah, after <laughs> yeah, that's right. At the beginning okay. of thirteen, when he's dead that yep. time <laughs> that sounds awful to say that <laughs> that time yeah that time they've got jack with them and that sort of thing and the the summary just says dean wants to keep Cass close that's it so obviously this is the widower arc time. Yes. this is right when i was getting current on the show 13 was the first oh. one i watched live so that was fun oh right, man. yeah yeah i was a little before that i was like halfway through 12 i think so yeah. I was watching this live going, oh, my God, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, I think I yeah. came live during the Demon Dean era. Just nice. After, so. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fun times. Fun times all around. So so I cried mm. live when Cass died. <laughs> yes, yes. Yep. Meanwhile, I was sitting over there just like, just like half a season behind, and I was like, watching everyone like go crazy on Tumblr, and I was like, guys – He's coming back, obviously. <laughs> you have, what show have you been watching? <laughs> well, we didn't know. We didn't know for a little while. And then yeah. I think Jared gave it away was or it something. Ja- yeah, it was con. a Jared, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's it. And then we all just went, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. It was like half a week or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was confirmed. We were suffering, I think. He was confirmed as a season regular, like, a week later <laughs> for 13. Yeah. Like, he'll be fine. Well, they mentioned something about Scooby Natural and that, how they'd already filmed it and yeah, yeah, like that was it. it was yeah, that... Scooby Natural Talk that did it. Mm-hmm. I remember now. God, that was like what five years ago. Yep. Yeah. Oof, well, my God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yep. Sad times okay. for a little while. But um, back but to also, the fix, Dean, Dean is very sad. <laughs> Dean's Dean very, very sad. sad. One. <laughs> That's it. That's the fic. <laughs> Dean's very sad. <laughs> he's sad until he's not sad. <laughs> yes. Which is the best kind of sad. Yep. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So he starts getting a little... Like, in the actual show, does does Jack... they He tries to get the tattoo and then it disappears, right? They, that happens in the show. Mm-hmm. He, like, blows yeah, up the equipment. I, yeah. And I genuinely then it had doesn't... a moment reading this fic where I didn't know if it was, like, one of those mandala effect things where I'd, like, read it yeah. so often that I could picture it in my head and thought that it happened or whether it actually happened yeah, in the too. episode and I had to go check. <laughs> like, like... Yeah. So yeah, that Dean starts getting tattoos for, you know, just little symbols of things that he remembers about Cass and um it's kind of yeah, it's really sweet and ta- getting tattoos as a grieving process is Yeah. It's a very that's a very very real thing. Uh yes. Mm-hmm. It, I loved one thing I loved is that because you it kind of cuts back and forth between Dean and Cass being together and then uh, Dean in the present when Cass is gone and every tattoo that he gets is kind of a special it's it's, it's like somewhere that Cass has touched him or or is some is somehow meaningful and tied into those flashbacks and that was just really yeah 
really well done. Yeah, that the actual like format of this fic was lovely, I think. Yeah. The way that it gave us these these tiny little snippets of flashbacks so that we were never like fully taken out of the moment with the fic, but they got me. They got me yeah. a few times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and also the, the way that um, none of... The, I don't think any of the snippets from the fic are actually can, like shown in canon, but you know instantly where they are in Absolutely. the timeline because mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, this is when this happened, and it's just so beautiful. And they've also woven in um, bits of the Song of Solomon in there, so there's a bit of a poetic yeah, kind of, of thing going, going through. through there yeah. yeah really beautiful stuff I love it Xylodemon is just goals just period yeah <laughs> Xylodemon's yes. ca- um, canon is just ah, love it chef's kiss yes, yes. Yeah. Um, one slightly more light hearted thing that I enjoyed about this fic like, like, this is definitely the most serious I would say of all the fics mm-hmm. that we've kind of seen so far probably because it's canon but yeah, <laughs> yeah. That let's go that way but um, we do have a moment that I really, really loved in that Sam basically finds out about Dean and Cass from seeing Ka- the dead Cass's hand tattooed on Dean's shoulder. <laughs> like he has not mentioned it up until this point at all. And then suddenly he's got the dude's handprint tattooed on his shoulder. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I love the fact that Sam just, just kind of rolls with it. He's like, oh. And Dean asks him, "Is like you got something to say?" And he's just like, "No, <laughs> just, no, I don't." No, no, I'm good. I loved it. Sam's just like, "No, that makes sense." <laughs> yeah, that that tracks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I I liked it. It actually, I don't know. It felt like a very genuine canon, like brotherly interaction. Yeah. Like, we don't really want to talk about these feelings, do we? Nah, we probably don't. Okay, <laughs> let's skip past it. <laughs> <laughs> we both know what's going on here. Let's just move on. <laughs> yeah, it, it felt really genuine, and I, I liked that. <laughs> well, and Dean wouldn't talk about it. It's not at that point in canon, no. <laughs> so no. it felt it did feel very true, very true to their canon characters. Yes, be like, yep. Yeah, no. a lot of what he did talk about at that point during that period was just shouting. Like he just <laughs> yeah. got mad at everybody. Yes. <laughs> very true. So. He had he had a lot going on. He was under a lot of stress. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. Yeah. He had yeah. Jack there that he blamed for everything and yeah. Yes. It was just very uh the whole thing felt like it could have stepped right out of a, an episode to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. When I read it I was instantly taken back to I don't think it was specifically shown in this fic but I was instantly taken back to that scene of Dean yelling at Sam about Jack. Yes. Yeah. 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 And that, like, that was the vibe. <laughs> so, but uh, all is said, it is quite sad, but it does have a happy ending. It's it does. Only short, but it, it is resolved. So, definitely worth a read. Yes, that is kind of it. an interesting thing about canonverse stories that are writ- that were written during the show that are very specifically set when, like, at that moment in the show. It's like you can kind of you can tell you there's that particular yeah. flavor. Of yes. what was going on in canon at the time, what was going on in the fandom at the time. You're like, oh, that's that moment. Yes, yeah. I, I love it, and I love it when it's done well enough. Like you, you can dig right down to that moment, even from such a short fig. Yeah, and it just takes you right back there. It's like, oh, suddenly it's the beginning of season thirteen again. Wow, wild. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we predated the actual uh, return of the handprint by three years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there must have been some screaming when that came up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Smidge. <clears throat> Apparently, I, I read this like. I searched through the, the, the kudos list to find out how long ago I actually read this because when I reread it, I had no memory of having read it before. <laughs> and I think I think I must have read it quite early on, like when it was very new because, um, you know, my name was way down the bottom of the, of the kudos <laughs> list. So I, I gave myself a pass for that one because it's like five years ago. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, I was the same with uh, Not the Fire, but the Spark. As I'm reading along, I'm like, oh, these mental images feel really familiar. I have def- And then I click the kudos yeah. button, and it's like, you've already left kudos here. Well, yep. shucks, I guess I have. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> but it was always nice to rediscover, though, something that's amazing. So, But it was perfect, because it had clearly been long enough that I didn't actually remember how it ended, so it was perfect. Like reading it, reading it, yeah. brand new all again. Yeah, that's the best because then you know that you already liked it yeah. <laughs> enough to notice it. So you're like, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Shall we do a few more kind of quickfire tattoo recommendations before we wrap up? Mm-hmm. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. Have you got one in mind, Mel? Um. Well, in that case, I will. I will jump in with the meaning on my skin. Then, as I've just been rereading it again (laughs) not my first reread of this story (laughs) so uh this is by salt and halo it is the longest uh fic that i've read recently it's eighty-two thousand, almost eighty-three thousand words so in a lot of ways this is more of a bdsm well not really bdsm biological uh dom sub story but there is a very significant tattoo that is happening (laughs) within this story very excellent Um, again yeah there is beautiful art here um there is as always salt and halo's lovely writing so please please go and read this one if you haven't already i I feel like a lot of people probably have read this one because i know that we mentioned it um i want to say during our bdsm episode um so i feel like we have at least already kind of mentioned this one so a lot of you may have already read it um listeners but if you haven't (laughs) um please do because this is like one of my favorite i would say my absolute favorite biological uh dom subfic that there is out there there's not a ton of them but there are a few um but the way that it's done in this one is just lovely like yeah they're really excellent yeah like sometimes biological dom subfix i find you can you can end up walking a thin line between like consent issues and and all kinds of like weird there can be a weird line walked and this fic never because of the way it's set up with um, Cass being a dominant who does not want to be one to not kind of spoil anything too much about him and his story in this but the way that it's set up like this fic never once falls into that trap where you feel that either of them are doing something against their will and that's very specifically done and well handled in this story I think seconded yeah excellent yeah I love this one too it's got beautiful artwork um I think there's artworks by Sunny and also there's some crypto artwork in there too I think and there's a there's a sneaky uh Jackie D one in there too is there yeah there's a there's a Winchester reload in there too and it's beautiful (laughs) 
it's all green eyed and freckly. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Crypto did some really lovely um, pictures of the tattoo that's that's relevant in this week. Um, Dean yes. is the tattooist. Cass is one being tattooed. Um, and Crypto did a couple of different versions for kind of different points in the story, which I won't explain what happens because that would be that would be a bit too spoilery. But um, those are really really lovely. And then there's a lovely piece of line art from um, Blue Eyes and Pie Sunny in there as well. Go read it; it's great. Yes. What else we got? <laughs> um, I had one that I I haven't read in a I haven't read in a while, but I remember it being an excellent uh, fic that features tattoos and tattoo artist Dean. Uh, old and really well known um, but an exercise in worthless by uh, formerly by Beast of Sky I think but now name changed to Glassed Planets Um, and the main thing that I really remember about this one is that it had one of the best uses of Alistair in a fic that I've ever read and he has like kind of a villain figure. I just I really liked how how he was used as part of Dean's back Dean's backstory and Dean's history in this one. Um, was very interesting. Hmm. He's always a good just off the top of yeah. my head. A villain. This is this is the Dean thinks cast like Samfic, isn't it? It is. <laughs> there we go. Okay. I knew I'd read this one. I knew it. The, the author name change was throwing me. Uh huh. But yes, I have read this one. <laughs> yes. Yes. Cass doesn't have a thing for Sam. Spoilers. We can't let a, a tattoo topic go by without mentioning Enchanted Ink. Oh, um, by Castiel's Lost Wings. Yeah! Sorry. I'm pretty... <laughs> Cheerleading in the background. I love this book. <laughs> Yay! I'm pretty sure we've spoken about this one before at, at length. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. uh, on, diff- on various episodes, possibly. But um, yes, love this one. Mostly because... Well, for one thing, Wings always writes the most beautiful stories, but this has magical tattoos that move and create shapes and patterns in the air and light and all sorts of things. So, um, yeah, I, I didn't get a chance to reread all of it this time, but I I read the first few chapters and remembered how much I loved it. So, I have to mention that one. Um, yeah, it's yeah, magical, but yet I I don't. Every time I read this fic, I end up thinking this that it's it's magic in the way that the tattoos move but it it feels almost more sci-fi when you're reading it because it's got yeah, this like yeah. the way the tattoos move is just like a kind of futuristic very advanced way of of tattooing and the, with the magic and stuff but something about the way it's done with everything else in the world being so kind of normal um right, yeah. yeah it's almost it's, like anyway. magical realism ish yeah love it <laughs> <laughs> One of my favourite troops in general. Yes. So. Me as well. Highly recommended. Yeah, I can recommend one. It's a pretty long one. Um, it's by um, Invicta Anime, is I believe how it's pronounced, um, and that is subterranean. It's definitely, like, Dean is quite tattooed in this. Ta- Cass also, actually. <laughs> they, they both are. Um, it's a in some ways quite a dark fic we have like a punk cast in this kind of story um it's one of those ones where they don't give a lot away in the summary so kind of i don't want to either <laughs> but it's 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 got some kind of light dom sub elements in it going on um 
it's a lot of fun if, if you're into that kind of slightly like dirty gritty thick with like punk Cass he's kind of a bit of a thug generally <laughs> um yeah. it's I, if I'm remembering correctly, I'm pretty sure there is like sex in a church in this fic. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's not light and fluffy or any of that kind of stuff, but it is really, really good. Um, this author in general just writes really, really like those kind of fics where the writing is so good, you get lost and then wonder where the last six hours went. <laughs> so this is one of those, oh no, it's 4am fix for me. So. Love that. Yeah, so definitely check out that one. There's one short one, which I believe um, this is Bending Signpost, um, The Arts of Flower Arranging. Mm. Uh, I think this was originally one of his Tumblr, um, you know, short fix. It's only, you know, less than 2,000 words. It's like 1,400 or something. But um, Dean, uh, Cass has like a, it is a florist. Um, and Dean is a tattoo artist and he comes in wanting to practice drawing Cass's plants. It's got some gorgeous art by Pallas, um, Pallas Perilous. Um, it is, you know, eventually he, oh, I don't want to give it all away, but there are, there is some, there's some art, like body art going on in this, um, by the end. It's gorgeous. Just, you know, usual bending signpost stuff just beautiful writing interesting concepts he always comes up with some you know good spins on 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 concepts so give that one a go yeah ben is a staple for a reason we love it uh, yep so. the other one i wanted to shout out was um was actually our thick <laughs> mal dun, dun, dun. Um, curious case oh, the curious yeah. case of cuthbert sinclair um was our um, Regency romance that we wrote for a Pinefest, I think, maybe yeah, a few I years ago. Was. And um, the, the the tattoos that that Cass has in that fic are important to the story, as it turns out. But they're um, Mal, you wrote this most extremely hot and like kind of. I remember when you were writing this tattooing scene and you were like, I think this got away from me a bit, um, but it's so good. It's just like, it's just Dean like thirsting heavily as he's watching Cass get tattooed. <laughs> me though. Uh, <laughs> so good. Mood. And you're just like, is this too much? And I'm like reading it going, oh my God, no. <laughs> this is not too much. But anyway. <laughs> We don't usually mention our own stuff too much, but I'm going to have to say that one. Yeah. And we did do a lot of research into that (laughs) because he's got, um, like pilgrim tattoos that from visiting the Holy Land. And that was like a, a a thing that we looked into a bit. There was a lot of research involved in that. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah. Okay. Now you've made me blush awkwardly. Anybody else? We good? (laughs) (laughs) I think I aim to do that in every episode now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Look, we need to find a new co-host. For, for... <laughs> oh. I remember the one I was thinking of. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. It was Like Curving Color by Robots and Chicks. Uh, oh, so... I love their fix. Yeah. I don't know if I've read that one. 
I've um, I read it a long time ago, but it's a um, there. It's a an oh god, they were mates story along with a uh, with tattooing and um, yeah, they get to they get to do that. <laughs> I don't remember as much of it as I wish I did, but I know they were roommates, and I know that there were there was a tattooing apprenticeship, and I remember enjoying it. Nice. So okay, Gotta good. We'll include it in the list. All right. Well, we're going to include links to all of those fix that we just talked about um, on our webs on the post for this episode on our website mixtapebookclub.com. And you can find there um, the ways to get in touch with us. Please let us know what you thought about these fix, and if you have any other tattoo fix that we missed out, you can um, let us know, and we'll add them to the list on the post. Um, you can find us on social media under Mixtape Book Club in most places, or you can email us contact at mixtapebookclub.com, or you can chat with us on Discord on the profound bond server or in our own discord server which you can get to via coffee uh the next episode we're going to discuss musician au's so stories where either dean or cass um, are musicians yes or both i love this or both yes we would love both so yeah i'm really looking forward to this one one because i've i've read a couple of like the major fix in this trope but not a ton and i'm really looking forward to digging into some new fic (laughs) <laughs> awesome um, I've got to say a really big thank you to you Jem for coming to talk to us thank you absolutely thank you for having me this was fun um, what have you got coming up are you working on a fic at the moment that you would like to share with us oh um, I just posted one so I'm kind of between projects right now but I did just post one um, right, give us a sales pitch. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no pressure. I saw an email coming yesterday, and I forgot to. I should have looked at it before we got here. Yeah. Well, uh, we we were talking about canon verse stories that you can really pin down to a a, uh, a specific time period. I was trying to do a canon verse story that, but specifically aiming for like that early seasons vibe, like that season one, season two of the show but Ooh. but with Cass with you know newly human Cass trying to figure out right. what's going on so trying to trying to mix that up a little bit it's called Rochambeau it's we love uh, a human Cass yes absolutely got a lot of got a lot mm. of uh, Sam and Dean playing rock paper scissors and a lot of bed <laughs> a lot of bed sharing so because you know how hard it is Excellent. to find a to find a, a motel room with three beds, pretty difficult. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh wait, did I kudos this yet? I, think I read this already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I read this when the email came in. <laughs> it's not super long. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think I did. I think it's still open in a tab on my phone because I need to do the whole <laughs> kudos comment thing before I close it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, great fit. Go read it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and awesome. I do have more fix in the in the pipeline, both for Supernatural and for our Flag Bean's death, and possibly some original stuff with Duck Prince. I'm I'm working with Yay. them a little bit. So yeah, that's awesome. That's what I'm working on right we'll now. Look forward to seeing all that. Awesome. 
Yay. Oh, okay. Um, um, yeah, thank you for, for coming to talk to us. Absolutely. Appreciate it a lot. I very much appreciate you asking me to be on. Thank you. <laughs> Had a good time. So thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll talk to you all again soon. And as always, remember that the story isn't over until we say it is. One day I'm going to have to say something different just to throw people. (laughs) (laughs) And just not mention it. (laughs) Then I'll be there going... What just happened? What did she say? Wait, is the, is the episode actually over? <laughs> she didn't say the thing. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs>